0: Welcome, Jason Thomas, your host here at Hardway MBA. In this episode, David Chapman and I continue to discuss change management. Specifically, uh, we get into how you can uh, create and leverage a communication plan that will help the people around you, those truly impacted by organizational change, change their behaviors. I would love to get some feedback from you guys about how you're enjoying the new format, the shorter, more concise format with a, a series of interviews. Please shoot me a note at Jason at Hardwaymba.com. Let me know what you think. I'm Jason Thomas. Welcome to the Hardway MBA, where we empower ambitious corporate professionals. That's you, right? With real-world business knowledge. We interview business leaders who are gracious enough to share their strategic insights and tactical activities to improve your business and career. If you enjoy these interviews, please spread the word because nothing says thank you as well as a referral to your friends and colleagues. Now let's dive in. Welcome, welcome folks. Jason Thomas with the Hardway MBA. Uh, Super excited to do something a little bit new with you today. We've got... uh... A couple of episodes on tap with David Chapman. Uh, David and I both work at Proficient, and uh, David runs our change management team. I'm going to let him introduce himself uh, in, in a moment here, but very excited about the new format. I'd like to get your feedback on it, so know in advance that I'm asking you for uh, for your feedback. Uh, shoot me a note over at Jason at HardwayMBA.com. David, in a, in a sentence or two, who are you what do you do? Hey, Jason, and thanks for having me. It's great to be here today.
1: Hi, uh, Ron, as you mentioned, our organizational change management group within the company. And when we are thinking about organizational change management, we're thinking about people. Uh, Proficient does a lot of technology uh, and process implementations, and each one of those has a people impact. My role at Proficient is to make sure that the people are ready, willing, and able to accept whatever change is coming, uh, and that we're as productive as possible uh, as quickly after go live as possible.
0: All right, David. So uh, last time we talked, we really got into the case for change, and you started talking about communication plans a little bit. So after you've you kind of developed a, a why, what's you know what's in it for me as a as an end user as a stakeholder in this process? Um, what do you you know what do you do then? Um, what's that communication plan really mean?
1: Yeah, Jason, it's that's a, that's a great question. And um, the communication plan, honestly, is where the change practitioner, the change management practitioner spends the majority of their time. Um, this is a document we're in every day, and it really guides the course of what we're going to do for a given project. Um, I talked in, the, in the, the previous segment about the stakeholder assessment, and, and I won't go into the details on that here since I've done it. However, uh, I do want to highlight that being able to segment our audiences, understand who our different audiences are and what their dispositions are around the project and what we need them to be, their level of importance. We give them priorities sometimes. Uh, That feeds the communication plan. Uh, And so we can't do one without the other. Uh, And we have to iterate that stakeholder assessment over the course of the project because people's dispositions do change uh, and we need to be aware of it. And again, those changing behaviors, changing feelings and thoughts, feed directly into the communication plan. So speaking of the communication plan itself, though, uh, the communication plan guides all of our communication activities. Uh, we like to say in change management, if, if you want something to land, you've got to say it seven times over three different channels.
0: Seven so times words, over three different can't. channels.
1: That's right. So and that may it, sound like a lot, but you'd be surprised.
0: <laughs> the old mantra of um, uh, it takes – You say things seven times and and seven people, three people think they've heard it once. Um, Something along those lines is, you know, you're really counting on the the repetition uh, that matters here.
1: We are. And, you know, email might be the primary mode of communication. In in most of our corporate world today, that's that's certainly a primary primary mode. Um, But there are others, right? There may be – Meetings. There may be webinars. There may be lunch and learns. There may be posters. Um, there may be social media. Now that we're starting to use more and more of. There are lots of different ways to get it out there, and we can't rest in the fact that just because it's send an email, everybody's going to get it. Right. So the communication plan captures all of that information. What message are we going to send, or what, what's the key thing we're trying to do, uh, trying trying to get out there? Um, what format is this communication going to take? Who are the audiences that are going to receive this? When is it going to go out? Uh, and, and any other notes that we may want to capture about that particular communication? And again, this is something that the first week of the project may start out with five lines, yeah, uh, and it may grow to to a hundred lines or maybe more at the end of the project, depending on the duration and the magnitude and the scope of what we're trying to do.
0: Sure. So definitely a living document that's going to, uh, you know, you're going to learn and that's going to adapt. Talk us through the um, how the communications may adapt as you go. And, and for me, it might be, this is a good place to maybe throw in some examples of, you know, you start off a project and I know every project you start is rosy and looks beautiful. Um, about midway through, <laughs> they all look terrible somehow um, because that's right. the nature of right. projects. Um, right. Help us understand how the communication plan adapts with that.
1: Yeah, that's right. Well, two things, two big points. One, um, Generally speaking, um, we move our in, our communication kind of theme from building awareness at the end of the project, at the beginning of the project to uh, really action towards the end. So at the beginning of the project, I want you, the end user or whoever I'm communicating to, to understand that this project is out there. here are the high level goals, here's the case for change, and when it's going to go live, and that may be all I need to communicate because oh by the way I'm teaching you how to listen to me right? right I don't need you to do anything I just want you to be aware now as we move to the end of the project I need to get much more specific and I might need you to take action so by the end of the project you better know what's coming when it's coming what it means to you what you're going to have to do maybe there's something you have to do physically around the implementation date turn off your computer leave it all on when you go home on the weekend whatever sure. it may be um, you might also need to go to training you you before that, you might need to sign up for training. So I've got to make sure you're doing what you need to do. So first things first, I've got to I've got to teach you how to listen to me, and I'm going to move you and where you are in your understanding via communication over the life of the project. The other thing that you touched on there was uh, we do go through the, um, the peaks and valleys overall yeah. during any project, right? And we as a communication arm have to understand what that is, or as a change management practice, uh, more more generally speaking. That's where our stakeholder analysis comes in. That's why we're constantly going back and looking at our stakeholders to understand where people are. If I don't know that, I may assume that everybody is happy, cheerfully accepting of this new project, and therefore I don't change any of my communications. Mm-hmm. However, if I realize that we may be in a trough, that people Mm -hmm. may not be as excited because they've kind of gotten under the covers a little bit on the project and it's not exactly what they thought it was going to be. I need to be able to address that. And I need need to be able to get people back on the wagon that may have jumped off. And I can do that via communications. And and, and maybe that means some face-to-face meetings or pulling everybody together to address specific concerns. But if I don't know what those concerns are, then I can't do that. And that's why, the stakeholder assessment is so important, and that's why the communication plan and the iterative nature of that constantly changing as to reflect project conditions is critical for success in change management.
0: Yeah, so I'm really looking forward to you kind of laying this out in a uh, how this kind of works on a real project. I think we'll have to save that for next time. Absolutely, we'd love to, uh, to walk you through it. Cool. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Hardway MBA. Look us up on Twitter at Hardway MBA. Our website's HardwayMBA.com. Facebook, LinkedIn, we've got groups everywhere. If you don't guess we should be talking to, please make an introduction. Nothing says thank you to me like referring this podcast to your friends. Drop a link to them. Let them know they should listen. Thank you so much.